witnessed by passing shoppers picnicking in Tesco's together they have been known to dunk scotch eggs in cold slow whilst walking the aisles they may be limited with dining etiquette but show a distinguished passion for mobile snacking so for your ear waves only here are sam and jam <laughs> it's it's like it's like those classic disney films from the 60s isn't it like home, is it home about what's the original amazing journey or something. i don't know i didn't watch disney yeah, well, basically, it's about a bunch of animals. A family moves home. Not Animal Farm. No, 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 no. It's about a family. There's a few different versions. I think Amazing Journey. I think is one. Um, a family moves home in America, and they leave their three pets behind. I think it's a dog, a cat. I don't know. A hamster. No, it's probably not a hamster, but it's, there's another pet. Are you making this up? No, it sounds like it sounds like Home it's, Alone, but with animals. No, three, th- yeah, three pets get left at home. One's a dog, one's a cat, and there's another one. Which make up in your own mind what it is, a giraffe, if you like, whatever, right? Not a family pet. Well, they live they live on a big ranch, so so basically the premise is the family moves right across America, but the animals instinctively know how to get home. I think it was re- I think Homeward Bound was a remake when Michael J. Fox did one of the voices. I think he was a cat, but oh, but that's the story. But yeah, it's like is that because the dog's sense of smell or I think I think it's just a homing. I don't know. This, I've read a few cases over the years of like the dogs finding their way right across America back to where, you know, to a, to a, an address they've never been to just because that's where their family went. I'd, God knows. Instinct in the animal kingdom. That's it. Or just coincidence. I'd be very lucky that we're think, think how many times in your life when you were a little kid like a dog would appear in someone's garden or in the school playground which was exciting but that dog right was actually trying to find its home in Ipswich so that's one of the ones that didn't make it so you've got to think for every for every one that does make it there's probably thousands that, that don't, don't and those are the ones that turn up you know in ditches and Sometimes at football matches, just running on the pitch, interfering. Exactly. Those are the ones that are trying to find... They're trying to do that homebound cross-country adventure, but then they're not actually making it. Worry! A free amigos! Last, last week's story, basically, the horrific Porth Call murder investigation, where um, a body was driven to Porth Call Police Station... Um, I've got an update. This is a report written last week as well, but it gives a bit more information. A man has been arrested for the murder after the, 20, uh, the body of a 21-year-old woman was found in the front seat, told you, of a car driven by to Porthcourt Police Station yesterday. Have they disclosed what car it was yet? No, I'm, I'm going to keep looking. We'll keep you informed on that. But I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a sports car still. OK. Um, a 49 nightclub doorman... Philip Packer from the town was later charged with killing Jenna Thomas, age 21, from North Connelly, Bridgend. Was it Connelly? I don't know, sorry. Um, he is to appear at Crown Court on the 6th of July. So they've actually charged him with it now. And 
that was what we were trying to identify is the fact that the body had actually turned up in the front seat. So he'd actually walked into the police station and said, uh, excuse me, what? can you uh, have a look at this? And whoever went outside must have been horrified to go, what, your missus is sleeping? Just shakes his head. I think uh, that would be enough of an indication of the scenario. Yeah. So, obviously, the uh, the actual murders are actually horrific. It's just the fact that added onto that is the kind of... The show... Not the showboating. What would you say? <laughs> the bravado. Hey, I've murdered a girl. I'm taking her in. <laughs> she drove around the town square twice, beeping the horn. People going, hey, he's got a girlfriend, finally. <laughs> now, Joy of Joys, it's some cream in my deep flange because it always feels like a treat. And who's going to complain about the scent of pussy wafting through the house when they come in? Ah, very heady aroma. Kind of following on from what we were talking about the other week, about the um, old age pensioner who kept a friend's body in a flat for a number oh, of years. So, start off, Whee! pets that find their way to interesting uh, places. Now, back onto the murder, and then you go, and you go back it. onto the... Um, yeah, get the them by the bollocks and pull them in. The, mis- the misery of... Yeah. Well, this is actually very sad... The body of a pensioner has been found in a flat and could have been there for up to five years. Isabella Purvis, who owned the flat, would have been 90 this year. 90 this year, apologies. Police officers are appealing for relatives to get in touch. However, one neighbour indicated that she'd lived there opposite Mrs Purvis for 18 years and was saddened and shocked by the death. And in the 18 years that she'd lived opposite her, she hadn't had one visitor. I think the description she says, it is a wee shame, <laughs> is a little understated. But um, well, where, where, where is it set? It's in Edinburgh. Oh, well, that's why we. It's a wee shame then. Yeah. So, um, and it, just a little description of what the lady was like. Uh, she was an old-fashioned lady, quite a Miss Marple. Morning slides type... But not glam, no pairs or twin sets, but she would wear thick tights and long skirts, long skirts and was always turned out very well. And she was always cleaning her brasses and keeping the stair clean, and would sometimes go out hiking. I think it is tragic that someone can be deceased for such a long period of time and not be found. I just, what do you think, Sam? I'm, I'm fucking gobsmacked. Because you think, right, so she's died, say, five years, which is round it off, so at some point, so this time in 2004, we'll pretend, that's when she died. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's when fucking university, that was kind of... That, that's so long ago. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, what's ridiculous is the fact that she's been dead for five years. How is that possible in this day and age for someone to be in a property for five years? What also I'm interested about is... Bills, things like that, you yeah. know. They did have to push through a large amount of paperwork to get into the house. That has been disclosed. But interestingly, and this is that, her neighbour, lived opposite for 18 years, is able to reveal all the things that she used to do and for five years, hasn't seen her, but hasn't decided. Yeah. Miss Purves, you all right? <laughs> just looking, yeah, yeah she's pretty probably doing it. She was going, she's probably hiking. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's polishing those brasses, daft old, deaf old bat. Yeah. Uh, that is, uh, that is, uh, that is uh, the thing is, it's like you're saying, it's like kind of, 
just the amount of flyers that would be through a door would just be such a massive amount. But some of those offers won't even be on now. Well, most of the takeaways are on their fucking eighth fucking owner. Do you know what I'm saying? Now with new owner, <laughs> buy one, get one free. Exactly. That's, that's unbelievable. But you used to watch it. Do you remember that Life of Grime thing, John Peel used to narrate on BBC? Yeah. There was a piece on that about decomposition of... Uh, bodies and things like that and basically the cleanup involved that you know a body would basically melt into the kind of furniture mm. or the floor or whatever you know the science of that is just horrific in itself but for five years it's probably do you know what I mean can you imagine we sat in a chair how macabre that would be to enter that property and you just go oh you know Rico's Pizza Shop shut five years ago what you know and then go in it'd be like one-eyed Willy and Goonies, you know, <laughs> sat, you know, <laughs> sat there, <laughs> still in the thick tights and smart skirt, yeah, and a brass in her hand. She's got hiking boots on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. In a brass, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's just man. I don't understand how the utilities for a property. How how is? Well, I'm sure British Gas or Scottish Gas. Whatever the governor area switched all that off. There's probably no water heating or anything in there. But that's true. But that's the thing. She's kind of gonna leave it. She hasn't paid. <laughs> you know the years roll on. She's gonna oh, fuck it. Do you know what Ignored the letters again. Uh, but that's, bizarre. That is bizarre because you think well, if you think about how many people there are elderly people there are in the country that don't have any family and things like that, they're that are isolated. Then there could be so many people like that just, just dead sit, in just, flats. Just sit dead in flats. All around. I mean, maybe we should start an appeal that everyone, everyone has to... The old spooky house at the end of the street where no-one seems to live. Check. Yeah. Everyone the grass has grown. Yeah. Uh, just, 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 if you have an elderly neighbour, haven't seen them for a few weeks, give them a knock. Just say, hello, can I get you a bag of sugar? Don't say I've come to check you're not dead. They they might not appreciate that. But it's, it's so... But that's, just, that's just horrific. I mean, even for... You know, for five years, you just think, well, fucking hell. And she'll be 90 this year, so 85. That was, that was the summer when Rooney was playing a blinder Euro 2004, wasn't it? It was. That was so long. That's, that's when Zidane said he was retiring before he came back. That is too, that's too long ago. And then but that chap in the World Cup final. Yeah, was, that was two years later. She was already dead by then. Yeah, missed that. Which yeah, she'd been, she'd been dead for two years when that happened. Well, I'm just a little bit upset that no one went round to check on her. Oh, fuck. Can you imagine the state of the fridge? <sighs> D- don't. Mind you, no ear had got in, so when they opened it, pfft, that's when the ear would have got in, and the things would have probably been all right. You couldn't eat them, but they would have been in a, you know, all right state. Oh, I don't know. Electric's all off. No, probably right. when, when they turn the electricity off, the freezer would have melted, water over it. horrific that is. It's probably like a half-done crossword with, like, irrelevant kind of questions for now. Just things like, you know, what programmes does Dale Winton, uh, you know, host on, on BBC One? He doesn't host anything on BBC One anymore, but can you imagine what a strange crossword that'd be to do? All irrelevant things. Who, who this week, you know, mm. um, you know... In EastEnders, in shot, yeah. so-and-so. It's so... That'd just be horrific. It's like a time capsule house. Just the moment she died, that's when everything else stopped. Apart from the pizza, you know, menus. <laughs> Problem here. <coughs> the title. I think my friend fancies me. Okay. So, 
I fancy my friend, but she doesn't know. She can't know either because we are both girls. So, anyway, here's my problem. I think she might fancy me back, but I don't know how to make sure. When she stepped over my house, we had to share my single bed, and she was rubbing my feet with hers and always trying to touch me. Right, hang on a minute. I know why you've picked this. <laughs> what? Instant, you can tell why. Carry on. You're making that look like I'm some lewd pervert. So, I kind of accepted it, but didn't let it go too far. Extra O for that sort of two, if you're listening. She is always hugging me, and as she does so, lets her hands wander slightly just over my back and stuff. Once I was sat at the bus stop, and she sat on my lap and told me to put my arms around her. So I did. I get all red around her, and she does around me, and I want her really badly. But I'm not sure how to get her, or whether she even likes me. Or am I just being stupid? She is always trying to go to the beach with me and stuff, and I want to do more with her, but I just can't find the time. It's really depressing and I want her so badly, but how would I go about doing it? Thanks for taking the time to read this. What do you think she should do? Well, she said should she tell her? Should she not tell her? 14, 15, that age. I've just had a little read on um, in some of the responses, which obviously I'll reveal after Sam's had a little bit of a talk, but they're both doing their GCSEs at the minute, so 15, 16 sort of yeah, age. Yeah, so that's before, yeah. That, that ballpark. Well, Easy, because at that age, you can be really manipulative and transparent, but you seemingly no one knows what you're up to. So what you do, you get a friend at a sleepover. I imagine they're eating marshmallows and having pillow fights. <laughs> no, leave it, just innocently. And um, I imagine this, but you get a friend to actually, at one of those parties, actually say, you know, um, Angelina Jolie likes girls, she's kissed girls, that's good, isn't it? If you had to pick one of your friends to kiss, who would it be? And that's what you do then. And then if your friend actually does say you, then you pounce on her. That's your suggestion. No, that's a bit, a bit yeah. superficial. But no, but it's something along those lines. I think you'd, you'd use your friends to find some information to actually get a better, better perspective on it. Okay. Well, I'm going to give you the response of... Um, I'll give you two people. There's a, both concise. And it's, it's good to see Bell Bells back this week. Uh, commenting. Oh, fantastic. So, um, first chap, um, all girl, I'm not sure. Dipsy Doodle Noodle. Why don't you mention to, to her that you have feelings for a close friend and how would she advise that you go about telling them? And like Bell Bell, she has a little sign off at the end of each of her ones. Yeah. A hug is a great gift, one size fits all. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then Bell Bell, um, instead of not letting it go, get too far, why don't you just let it happen naturally? Why haven't you got time to spend with her? And uh, just for those of you with short memories, I'll remind you of her sign-off. Life is for living, so live it to the fullest. Um, That's what... You know we're saying, Belle Belle, kind of lesbian-looking woman. I'm imagining now in a wheelchair, because that's all she can do all day. She wants to help people, but she's, you know... She's immobilised to an extent, so she sits on the internet all day. All right, she sits on her laptop in the garden with Wi-Fi. All right, happy? But but that's just... Why do you have to reach a conclusion that she's in a wheelchair? Because I think I think that she... She could work in a charity shop and on her quiet days do this. But no, but I think... I, I just imagine that it's because she wants to make friends, but they're kind of at a distance, not saying that people in wheelchairs can't make friends. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying... But I'm imagining this, this one. She's a lesbian in a wheelchair... You know, trying to solve other people's problems. All the while, she should be 
Get out there. If if you're honest and bow bow, life is for living. Live it to the fullest. Stop wasting your time on a pissing computer and get out. And if you're in a wheelchair, there's ramps everywhere. Charlie says always tell your mummy before you go off somewhere so she knows who you are with. Um, I wanted to briefly do an update on our ongoing saga with the dead body that was driven to the police station. Uh-huh. And again, apologies, I'm not taking the piss out of uh, obviously the deceased, but a very strange case. But the guy's been in court, murderer. Okay. Ah, oh, that's about it. There's no other news, no other updates. Just he's been in court. The car hasn't even been mentioned yet. But the only reason, you know, that I was thinking about it again is the documentary during the week. Hannah Foster documentary, very good actually. And it was just, I was instantly thinking of the comparisons because there was a van involved. And for me, I was thinking, in an odd way, I was thinking, well, the killer was more considerate in the fact that he'd actually thought of a vehicle that could transport a body. Um, <laughs> that's just... You're saying, oh, we've got a considerate murderer, he stuck it in the back of a van. But what you failed to mention is, this bloke fled to India. No, 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 but I was, I was, just, I was just thinking, that, that's what all I was thinking along the lines of, I'm not condoning what he did or anything. But we were discussing in the week, basically, to do with it, if he did murder somebody, a lot of murderers kind of just leave bodies at the side of roads or at the very beginnings of a forest. Um, obviously, the ones we never hear about are the probably ones that get away with it and actually hide the bodies in much more secure locations. Definitely. I hadn't thought of, I hadn't thought about that too much, but obviously the people who chopped up the bodies a little while ago and left clues all around. But they were like on the sides of main roads and things like that. I just thought... If you're going to spread them out, you've obviously thought, well, I'm driving around with bits of body that I'm going to actually make an effort to hide this. It's like if I had a an Easter egg, no, a Cadbury's cream egg, and it was Easter, and I was dressed as... A Easter, cream egg. A cream egg, right? But obviously, you're thinking of the size of a cream egg and the size of my garden, right? So we're doing that. So imagine Britain, an egg the size of a body... Britain the size no that doesn't really work but alright you're a small we're, thing we're, we're, we're yes. in the yes, yes, right. yeah, yeah. so I've got I've got a cream egg I'm dressed as the Easter bunny right you're excited evidently <laughs> right <laughs> so I'm, big floppy ears I know so I'm, I'm skipping around I'm, I'm going to hide this egg from in the garden and if you find the egg you get to eat it right or if you're it's still being a wrapper though if you're mourning a deceased partner you get to bury it you know okay. it's, it's equivalent right you get, would the wrap, you get, would you the get a treat egg still be wrapped yeah, it's still wrapped. Okay. I'm not. I'm not going to put it like in a turd or anything like that. It's going to be, you know, hidden. Okay. So if I went out there, then I'm not going to just leave it on the side of the path. As soon as you walk out, am I? Because you're going to walk out there. And See it. Instantly. <laughs> yeah, done. We can have a burial, or I've had a treat. But if I'm thinking, because I don't want you to find it, I'll be a bit more sneaky. I'll actually go into the shrubbery. You know. I'll, I'll hide it so that no one's going to see it instantly. It's going to be hidden away, and that's what I'm thinking about with murderers. They don't really, they don't really dress up as Easter bunnies and hide eggs. But if they're hiding things, they don't want anyone to find. Why don't they make more of an effort? It's lazy, if anything, isn't it? Well, that's that's what we were saying. We were saying, is it the guilt and everything like that, where they just want to get rid of it or they want to be caught? I mean, there's that part of psychology that the guilt then leads them to make mistakes. Subconsciously, so they, yeah, they are actually found because you know the guilt is overwhelming their actual actions and things like that. But yeah, so um, yeah, so basically, I was thinking, don't go to 
you know, a, wood a well-reported wood. murderer's Easter party, um, you know, if you're on a diet. Because you'll find the egg and... Yeah. Blooming. Isn't that a bit of a girl's name? Oh, it's um, short for, um... Bob. Bob? Yes. Well, Bob. Welcome on board. Oh, there's only one. I want to mention Burger King woman because I keep forgetting. Go on. Yeah, I've, you've told me this. Um, I just, I, laugh, I just but... find this odd that um, I went into Burger King a while back and um, can we just make this You, you've got to start remembering this. You went into a fast food chain. Yeah, I went. I went into one of many fast food chains. Um, loads are available. I have no preference. But I went in and bought a six-pack burger. So, wherever you can get those, that's where I got it from. And what, what I was in, the funny thing that I found in there is I was at the counter and a woman came in and she was trying to order her food and she just looked at the cashier and said, um, could, I, could I possibly just have um, yeah, um, a beef burger? Um... Perhaps with some cheese? <laughs> with some cheese. That's what she said. Some. With some cheese. And kind of the cashier just pointed at the board and go, yeah, those are all the burgers. And the woman looked up puzzled. And she was about, I'd say, 25 to 35, you know. Attractive? Quite, quite attractive, hip-looking woman, you know, of the modern era, you'd imagine. No, there was nothing in her accent to say she was from some country that doesn't have fast food restaurant. She was English. Boho, would you say? Was she, was she boho? No, I, I think she probably... She probably if it's summer, she might wear a caftan, but doesn't make her, you know, okay. of Eastern philosophy. But um, yeah, I was, I was just, a, I was just confused because she was genuinely looking at the board, didn't know how to order food in a food restaurant, which is good in a way. You think in this day and age, for someone to be that detached from kind of fast food and eating up, eating badly, maybe she, you know, she has a wonderful life of eating salads, you know. Every well, day and, and things like that. Well, you know, she, she only shops in Waitrose. She's she's that detached from it that she doesn't know. And she was she was having a bad day and then went into a burger, was confused by the board and just said, I like beef burgers. Could I have one with some cheese? Perhaps it's Willie Walsh's girlfriend. Not getting the full 61k this month. Full <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't eat out this month. I'll go to you're, a fast food Yeah, chain. you're not going to Bella Pasta today, I'm afraid, dear. You're going to have to go to the high street and get some in there. But I just found it strange. It was just it was quite lovely to see a woman that confused and just go, uh, could I just have a beef with cheese? And he goes, uh, and what would you like with that? Uh, can I have some chips with that? <laughs> and then look at the board. And I, was, I, I was thinking, I'm own Ed, you know, as, as a connoisseur of these places. I was going, she gets a free drink with that. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, oh, would you like a drink? She goes, no, no, thank you. And like, she actually said, you know, but you get it free anyway. No, no, thank you. Just, just a beef burger with a bit of cheese <laughs> and chips. Not even, so not she... even down with fries, do you know what I mean? Make room for the mushrooms! Make room for the mushrooms! <laughs> a funny story um, my mate Johnny told us once, and this is, this is genius, about paintballing. Um... When we were in university, we used to sit around like watching TV, just chilling out. And with Johnny, you could almost see how his mind ticked. So if something appeared on TV and he brought up a conversation later in the afternoon or the day, whenever, then you always knew it was connected to what he'd seen. And in his mind, he'd thought, that's a good idea, or he'd unravel it in one way and then pose either something that happened to him or something that he might like to happen. 
as a reality. So we've been watching. We've been no, you know, in university halls. Yes. These women used to come out with these these packs. So they'd try and get students involved to go in for a paintballing day um, with discounts and all these things. And she'd been going from door to door in halls, and she'd come round. Normally quite attractive, they were. Yeah, evidently, because if you get a sloth turn up on your door, you're going to go, far, fuck off. Someone with, you know, their cleavage out saying, do you want to be a soldier? And then everyone's, yeah, oh, I'm in, yeah, take my credit card deals. You go, no pizza for me today, but oh, I'm going to shoot her. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but, but that's I'll the, do for her. But that's the thing. Was, so... Paintballing was very much on our mind because we'd all signed on because, as you said, she was attractive. We just signed the, all these things. Got a load of vouchers. No idea. No one was driving. No one knew how to get there. It, it seemed apparent even as soon as we did it, we were never going to go, which we didn't. But <laughs> sat around then talking. A bit of discussion about World War Two. Someone's playing World War Two shoot them up on the old PC. Conversation World War Two and things like that. And uh, Johnny turned around. Um, he's from Huddersfield. He just turned around and goes, I'll tell you what we'll have to do, but... He goes, do you know what they do in Normandy on the beaches? No. He goes, they do real life paintballing. <laughs> what? I'm just absolutely stunned. Just what, what What do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah, they do real life paintballing on the, on the beaches. I was what? So on, on the site where, you know, which is a memorial to the people that died in World War Two, they let people run around with luminous paint. He goes, yeah, yeah. He goes, even Spitfires <laughs> fly over, drop cans of paint. I go, Johnny, that's not how. And I was just thinking, I was just thinking, in his mind, I knew what had happened. It'd been beautiful. We'd been talking about World War Two. It'd been mentioned about paintballing. He'd thought in his head, that's a good idea, but presented it as a reality <laughs> that actually yeah. happens, <laughs> which is beautiful. So yeah. right, that's why I love the guy. He's just beautiful. He's the innocent. Oh, it is. Right, yeah. So we're all sat there, just quite actively thinking that can't happen. But you know, he carried on. He said. Um, yeah, if you're a German, you got to wait there. People come on the landing craft. They've got landing craft. Oh, what? <laughs> they got landing craft. And then all this, he goes, uh, Spitfire's fan over, dropping cans of paint. All right. And he goes, if you're a German, you hide in the towers and you shoot everyone with a machine gun of paintballs. I was going, what? So it's like saving Private Ryan with paintballs. Everyone's coming off a landing craft. And I was thinking, the organisers of this have got a budget, you yes. know, a massive budget, <laughs> and permission from, from the French people to actually hold, on, on memorial sites, permission to actually hold these zany things. And I was thinking, you know, everyone's obviously going to be in authentic Fun, dress yeah. for, the, for the period. Um... You know, people lying around in the water, you know, with paintballs in their mouths, just pretending they're bleeding, you know, <laughs> everyone taking it far too seriously. And I just, I thought, beautiful, you know, wonderful imagery. And I was just thinking, oh, no, 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 we can't, we can't abide with this. I go, Johnny, that can't happen. You know, this can't happen more on the side. So he goes, yeah, it can. He goes, and all the boys start having a go, and they go, oh, what are you talking about? You don't do shit. Don't do it, you liar. Well, whatever. And it beautifully just turned around and goes, you can. But the only way is you got to clean them after you. <laughs> It's absolutely superb. So you can you can fight on the beaches of Normandy as long as you clean up your mess. So like I just, I just thought about wiping sand, you know. Good. <laughs> he That's is. Him. Oh, what a superstar! A friend of mine telephoned me 
early Saturday morning to reveal how she'd woken up in her new new boyfriend's bedroom. He'd gone off to work and she looked over and in the top of the bin was what can only be described as a used condom. She said it wasn't her and that he'd obviously been cheating on her. I proffered a theory which uh, subsequently a friend of ours, another male friend, agreed could be true. He'd had a posh beep. Uh, but no, when I turned up, that's the first first thing I said as well. So every bloke that was kind of said, well, this is the situation, a girl's woken up, obviously as horrible as it is, I found a used condom in a bitten. All the blokes were just sitting around going, you could have had a posh one. As, as if, you know, as if... As, as if <laughs> it was that's obvious, you go... A normal mind surely would think, you know, that's obviously cheating. You know what I mean? But no, to, to, the depravity of all of us, it was just genuinely, he's probably had a posh one. So you know, problem solved, yeah, deal with it. It's not worrying and, about it. And the way that her mind, the focus of her mind changed then, because she kind of looked to us as if we were completely accurate. Yeah. And what the interesting thing is, I mean, the reason we chose that line is this girl is, is a very attractive young lady. I don't think you can argue against that. No, definitely. A very attractive young lady. A little bit zany. Uh, just like the notion that a new bloke who's seeing her is going to be cheating, we just like, hmm, we just had a posh one. So... Further to that, she spoke to him again later in the day. I say spoke, she shouted at him. And um, it was left in the air. Later on that evening, she came over again and invited him over where they had a discussion. And he didn't confirm or deny the posh wank, save he did say that, you know, it could even be an old one. He'd not cleaned his room up in a long time and it could have been an old one. Which I was completely on board with that scenario as yeah, well because I was exactly. thinking, if you look at this, right, let's, right, there's a bin in this office, right? Let's look at used by dates in this bin. What's a used by date on that? But, look at that, 30th of June on there. 08. 08? <laughs> it's just, I don't know, what's the used by date on there? It's that old, isn't that? I mean, got a used by date. It's <laughs> it's just stuck at the bottom. Uh, you're now rummaging through a bin just to prove our point. Let, let's let's leave that. Narcissistic Musings, the Adam Podcast.